sweet friends. I'm so excited to be back after taking a brief summer hiatus. Now the kids are back in school and I'm ready to serve you all and help you turn to God in all areas of your life, especially marriage. If you've listened to the podcast in the past, you've noticed the name has changed. It's definitely a work in progress as God reveals what he has planned. After many months of contemplating what's in a name, I chose to update our name to Becoming Radiant. I really love what the continuous action of becoming communicates. I believe we are constantly becoming who God wants us to be through the sanctification process until we take our last breath. I know we've discussed Psalms 34 verse 5 before while sharing where the previous name Radiant Love came from. I've shared how much I love the word radiant. Radiant love did mean a lot to me, but I didn't feel like it communicated the mission that God was asking. So that's where we're at. We have a new name and a live show every Thursday at 7.15. I'll still be recording and posting this podcast everywhere you listen, and it'll be in written form on our b-suite.com website as a blog post. That's B-E-E dash S-W-E-E-T dot com. We also now have a brand new community Facebook group I'd like to invite you to that I'll use to continue the conversations each week and support each of you while we all work together to strengthen our marriages. It's completely private, which means that people outside the group cannot see what we talk about inside the group. I believe we need community to encourage and walk alongside one another as we daily change through sanctification and work hard to change generations to come. I have small goals, right? (laughs) Anyway, this, my sweet friends, leads me to today's topic of community. Being lonely is one of the biggest triggers for people who struggle with their mental health. Personally, I'm the type that would rather never leave the house or see anyone. But God has taught me that he made me for connection. I need to connect with other wise women. When I haven't had dinner or catch-up time with my fellow sisters in Christ, I can feel my heart get a little lost, down, and heavy. It's imperative that you have friends around you that you can learn from, encourage, gain wisdom from, and serve. The fact is, though, that you may not have friends who are located physically close to you. I don't know your current situation. You might be in a relationship where you've been isolated, or maybe you or your spouse is in the military and you move around often, and you haven't been able to make those strong connections. Maybe you're just not the social type and haven't purposefully made friends, which is That's kind of who I am. (laughs) Or maybe you didn't marry into an incredible group of strong women. You see, I didn't have close friends coming into adulthood. I had acquaintances, but no one I could call on to walk with during difficult seasons. My husband, on the other hand, was a friend collector. (laughs) He had some really close friends that he stayed in contact with from high school into adulthood. Lucky for me, Those amazing friends married amazing women. 
When I married my husband, one of the best wedding gifts I got was being automatically accepted into this group that has become my sisters, or as one of my friend's sons calls us, the Council of Moms. <laughs> I highly encourage you all to get your own Council of Moms or join our, join our Facebook group and we'll become a Council of Moms, right? Or a Council of Wives, I guess. Anyway, as I mentioned before, this podcast comes with a completely free Facebook group where we can connect and build our own group of sisters. I cannot express to you enough how important it is to connect with others who are on a similar journey as you. The journey that I will focus and guide you on is, are you ready for it? Becoming a radiant wife. We'll do that through dispelling the lies the world has spread about love and marriage and learn what God actually designed the beautiful covenant of marriage for. I want to quickly come back to the phrase becoming radiant for just a moment. Psalm 34 verse 5 says, Those who look to him are radiant, their faces are never covered in shame. So I've addressed the word radiant before, but it's important that you understand what becoming a radiant wife actually means. I promise it's not just some silly, cheesy phrase. The first time I read the verse, Psalm 34, verse 5, I immediately started imagining myself literally shining the light of Jesus. In a previous podcast, I also gave some definitions for radiant. Here's what dictionary.com says. Emitting rays of light or shining bright. And number two, bright with joy or hope. And then in my brain, I always finish that with the fruits of the Spirit. So who doesn't want to shine bright with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? Based on those definitions, who doesn't want to be more radiant? Well, at the time that I read that, I imagined that because of who he is making me to be, people would absolutely fall in love with Jesus because they would want so badly the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control that they see in me. Of course, I'm nowhere near being that person yet, but I'd like to think that I'm closer today than I was yesterday or the day before. Now, let's transfer that radiance over into your marriage. And let's talk about becoming a radiant wife. Do you see the connection there? So that's what we're doing. We're changing the way we think about being a wife. We're changing by looking to him, not looking to the world. How many of you would love for people to look at your marriage and see the fruits of the spirit shining bright? Or how many of you can say today that outsiders look at your marriage and see the love of Jesus radiating out? I don't know a lot of those marriages. And I think God would like to see more. My sweet friends, God has called our marriage to be the second most important relationship we have next to our relationship with him. We honor him by being the best wives that we can be. And we can only do that if we dig into the word of God and learn what that looks like. The world has spread so many lies about how our lives should be, and it has caused an absolute mess. Have you ever sat back and wondered why you can't just get it together? 
Or have you ever wondered why you can't just do life and be happy? I know I have. I've had a lot of years as a mess. And God has taught me a lot through those years. Which is the whole reason I'm here with you now. The reason we're a mess is because we live in a broken world and we are broken humans. On top of that, we're looking to the world to show us the definition of love. And I'm not talking about just the definition of love and marriage. I'm talking about like the overarching definition of love. Love for all of God's people. Love for our neighbors. Love for our enemies. Love for our children. Love for our spouse. Love for our parents. Love for the overarching definition of love. We also look to the world to show us what the relationship that God has placed as the second most important relationship in our life is supposed to look like. Love and marriage come from the soul, and they're only done right when we look to him and follow him in faith. I've said before that faith is accepting the mystery outcome. Does that make sense to you guys? accepting the mystery outcome because obedience really is when we do what God would like for us to do even if we don't get the outcome we want it's easy to obey when we think that we're going to get our desired outcome like it's easy to be kind to someone because you're trying to get them to be kind back. I'm having a very tough time coming up with an example here. <laughs> but you know how obedience works? Like, okay, this is funny, guys. This is why I write things. This is why I usually write the entire podcast. <laughs> okay, okay, here, here it is. Has your spouse ever been like in a grumpy season and you're like, if I'm just super loving, he'll snap out of it. Have you ever like shown loving actions towards someone because you wanted them to be nicer or you wanted something in return? Okay, that's where I'm talking about here that faith is accepting the mystery outcome. Doing those loving actions even if you don't get your desired outcome and being at peace, like doing them with a whole heart, knowing that you may not get the desired outcome and not being disappointed when you don't get the desired outcome. My friends, that's faith. Okay. Got a little off track there. Not really off track. It's taking one step at a time and accepting that the outcome may not be what you want. I can promise you that God cares about the details of your life and he loves us and our families more than we can even fathom. We can trust him if and only if we believe that he actually is who he says he is. Do you believe that he is the almighty, all-knowing, loving, caring father? God knows what we need better than we do. 
So our chosen desired outcome, even if we think it's biblical and godly and in line with what we think God wants for us right now, may not be the correct option for the season that we're in right now. He may want to teach us something before we get our desired outcome. We don't know the whole grand plan, but God does. So let's trust him. Okay, so we're certainly not going to solve all the world's problems and all the marriage problems in this one little episode of this one little podcast right now, right? So at this time, I'm going to ask you to hop over to the Facebook group. Just search Becoming a Radiant Wife and please answer the questions. This is so I know that you're a real human and not some spammer or some bot. And join our growing community. I truly believe that together we can actually change generations. So until next time.